Phantom House. It's the place for podcasts. Welcome to the living room. Please make yourself at home. This week I chatted with Heartworms, who are my pals Nina and Matt. So great, and a long time coming. We talked about having deadlines, disabilities, and stifling creativity by saying yes too much. Uh, Before we jump in, I would really appreciate it if y'all would rate and review us on iTunes. It means a lot to us and really affects those listener numbers. So please help us overtake the other Living Room podcasts and do those things. It means a lot to us. Thank you. So Heartworms are the good, good pals, and I can't wait for you to hear them. You can find their music at heartworms.bandcamp.com. Let's go, dudes. Hannah, cut all this out. Hannah, cut everything up until here. Save it, though. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Sure. Play a thing. For me. All right, let's try. What are we doing? Let's do um, Matador. Uh, okay. <laughs>
tried. No, I fucked up. <laughs> I hope we keep Whoops. the laughter in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Can y'all introduce yourselves in this band? Please. Oh, hi. I'm Nina. And I'm play Matt. I play I sorry, I interrupt. I play guitar. <laughs> and this band is called Heartworms. Cool. Um, how long have you two been making music together in general? When did you meet? I don't remember any of this. I like mm. the story a lot. Uh, you know it better than I do. Because <laughs> I guess according to her story, I had a beer box on my head, which happens. Um I think I was like, I don't know if I had my driver's license yet. <laughs> I think you had driven there. Yeah, I know, but I, I didn't have my, license, I don't know. Though. So I was like 15 or 16. Oh, I was totally 16. And I went to a friend's party and I saw this guy with like, I don't know, just like a, like a white button up and like a tie and just like work pants oh, and like yeah. a, beep, a beer box on his head. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you had that look for a while, man. Yeah. yeah. And like I when I first met, I just like job. did not understand him. And I was just like, what's going on? <laughs> and like he took the box off and I was like, hey, are you Michael Sturgis's brother? Because I went to junior high with his little brother. And That's uh, my little brother, yeah. Yeah. Shouts out. I think I don't know if that was the same night that the '90s cover band played. I don't think it was because I didn't play that in a in a oh no in, no in no. work clothes. Yeah, that was more of like a a planned party and less of like a oh it's late and uh, it was Christian's house probably. Yeah, I'm like oh his mom's gone, so let's drink or whatever. But it was one of those that we first met, and then we hung out there again. And everybody ate acid because it, it was, was like just twelve there. people on acid. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, Matt was in a '90s cover band with um, short-lived Travis um, from Hillary Tilton, and in this band, this band, Travis plays in this band. It's real fun. <laughs> so is that how you found out that Matt? Um, did music stuff yeah. from that cover band? I think that's how I found out because, like, we were friends. For, we, like, yeah, we were all friends for maybe like one or two years before I discovered that like multiple people around me that I hung out with a lot like played music. Like, I had no idea, and like, but I knew Matt played music, and then eventually. I feel really bad though because one of the first times Nina was like, "Hey, I play music too." She picked up an acoustic guitar and started playing "Get Out" by Circus Survive. Like, hey, around- <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I was like a total were, dick about you're it. You're so mean. Yeah, I was just like <laughs> drunk and annoyed by the fact that you were playing the song. It's like a fine song, but and like it's just we were both so on bland. acid too. Was it that night? Uh, That's probably why that, I reacted. This was at your that house, harshly. yeah. No, it was at Christian's house for sure. No, 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 no. When I was playing that song, it was at your house. It was in your room, and like we were on acid, and we were watching the room. Yeah, that all just adds to me <laughs> reacting badly. Uh, uh, but then, when did yeah. you successfully actually get? Oh, like the two start of you actually, playing together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Matt was in a band called Eagle Rock with Travis. Yeah, and their friend Joey. 
And uh, I think, yeah, he asked me, I don't know if he'll ask me to play bass or guitar um, in Eagle Rock. And like I practiced with them once or twice. And then, um, I don't know, eventually I kind of, I think it was like, I wanted to like start a band or something. So for a while, Eagle Rock was basically the, f the beginning of Hillary Chilton. And then, um, I don't know, Matt got behind the drums and like started playing to one of the songs. And I was like, I didn't know you played drums. And then, yeah, that's, yeah. That's kind of how it started. What year was that? Do you know? 2012? Yeah. Huh. The year the world ended. 2013? No, 2013 maybe. Yeah. Cool. And so then, so you were in Hillary Chilton for a long time. Kind or sometimes. It was like three years. A few probably. years, yeah. It's a long time for a SoCal band. It's a chunk of time. It's a chunk of time. That's, That's cool. the lifespan of a SoCal band. Yeah. Um, nowadays. So now you're in this project. <laughs> What's different? about the way you as individuals play now? Hmm. That's a very good question. Because I feel like this dynamic of this band is very different. Mm hmm So um, you're also going to make different types of things. Sure. Um, I think over time I decided that I wanted to write, like, simpler songs, and it's, like, really nice. Mm -hmm. It's less frustrating. <laughs> And it's way more fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think things are a little bit more straightforward and simpler. And it just seems uh, much more fun to play. It seems more like intentful when it's like an actual song structure with like direction and like places to go and not just sort of like flailing about figuring out where the next yes. thing is going to be or what the next thing is going to be. Yeah, because like, in Hillary Chilton, it was kind of just like, oh. It was you know, not like, like an A, B, A, B, C, no. B, like chord structures. It was just like. A it was like B. A, B, C, D, E, F, B, C. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so it would just be like, oh, like I would write a song by myself and then I would just like show it to everyone. And then everyone was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to like put this part on top of it and put that part on top of it. And it was just like four different melodies happening at once. And um it can it's become just like a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but this, yeah, like Matt and I work on like everything together. Uh, so it's been very different, very nice. Do you think because that these songs are more clarified that way? Do you think like it's easier? It's like easier to write for them and also because or also your like your voice within the song is clear. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think they have more direction because of that? I guess. And also, um, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I think like, yeah, especially the writing, I think, is a little simpler, like lyrically, um, a little bit more straightforward. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's written with like with the thought in mind more that there are going to be words on it at some point, because a lot of times in the past, I know I would and other people would just like write songs that like have a lot of notes in them and don't really have room for words. But really? This, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hill chill stuff, I think. A lot of noodly stuff, yeah. Yeah. Or like just hard to find where a melody would fit on top of it sort of a thing. But these we were like writing just with two guitars and it's hard to like overcompensate with just two guitars. I don't know if overcompensate is the right word choice. I know what you mean. There's us, there's, 
I feel like there's because when I'm listening when I listen to these songs, I feel like I understand the voice of like the group of them better than I did with cool. Hillary Chilton songs. Mm. I think it, I think well I guess I think it's clear like who's right like who's writing right. on them and then like who's for sure and what they're as a group they're trying to say like I feel like I feel like they're not all different the way the Hillary Chilton yeah, songs yeah. were because I mean that was also cool. one of the cool things about Hillary Chilton yeah but. I like seeing how different this whole thing is. Me too. And I'm glad you say that that things kind of, um, I don't know. Yeah, like, you, yeah, it's more clear to you. Um, it's, it's cohesive. Like, yeah. yeah. I was just about to say, I think we, like, at least subconsciously, if not consciously intended for it to be more cohesive, like, yeah. as a whole. I was kind of tired of doing, like, I don't know, it was cool to do, like, a, um, I don't know, like Hilcho was just, um, you know, like, oh, write a song. Like, it doesn't matter, like, what genre or whatever, how it sounded like. Um, I think we decided that after a while. And, like, I don't know, with this, I kind of wanted to go a little bit more, yeah, just simpler. Yeah, I think I think what Hilary Chilton did was, like, really cool and fun. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also a lot harder on all of you as creators. Yeah. Because there's a lot more to worry about. Yeah, and definitely. I think, and I think this way, like... Just because, like, I've seen, like, how, like, you've written, like, what, seven songs, mm-hmm. and I think you've been able to nail down on them more, or at least that's what yeah. it sounds like, and really, like, get to what Definitely. those songs mean to you, and then also to, like, a listener, because not, because you're not struggling to just, like, find a place for everyone, mm-hmm. and then, like, find, a, like, a genre for, like, a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, there's less for you to think about, because it just kind of finds itself. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and especially with Hill Chill, I think it started like in many different directions, like all the songs. So like I feel when we would write new things, you know, yeah, like I'd be very worried about like how it sounded because it's just like, oh, since we're known as like this kind of band and that kind of band and that kind of band, like I was like, okay, like what am I doing? Like what is this? Mm -hmm. You know, so it was just, uh, yeah. Yeah, direction is good to have. <laughs> like, it, Definitely. it gives you purpose. Yeah. Because you know what you're supposed to do, and then you perform that thing. And it's really good for human beings to, like, <laughs> have a routine and know what they're good at. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's healthy for your psyche. Um, so I guess I, I guess what I also want to know is what motivates these songs specifically. Because I want to go into them um I guess one by one later, but in general, um, what are you choosing? Like when you sit down to write a heartworm song, what is that for you? Um, hmm. I feel, well, generally compared to other songs I've written, I think these are slightly more positive. Yeah. I think. (laughs) I get that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean like, you know, there's still sad songs, but like, you know, I, everyone loves the, the sad lyrics and poppy music. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think generally everything that we've written so far is, isn't just like a super downer. <laughs> I think, uh, there's not definitely, super. yeah, or I don't no, know. They're all like melancholy, but they're not super yeah. downers. <laughs> yeah. It's not just like, oh, everything sucks. Well, blah, blah, blah. it's just like, oh, well, like I learned a thing and you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Is that because like your approach to like what you want to put out into the world is different now? I like, guess. This, is, this isn't your first rodeo for either of you. Like you've been in so many bands. Yeah. 
Um, but this is, uh, I don't know, this is so different. Can't really put my finger on it. But, um, um, yeah. And it's, also, it's just a good yeah. different. It's also been alive for like, as a full band for a very short time, but uh, so much has been done. And so like, I'm still kind of trying to find out like what this is because it's like brand new, but um, it has been working so well. Um, it's been really great. Do you think so far some of the speed of that has also like been sort of like the invigorating energy? Totally. Yeah, definitely. Because you haven't been like waiting around no. for anything. It has been just like, here it is. Here we go. We're on yeah. tour. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like, uh, did, how, when did you plan? Because you had always planned on like moving at some point. Yeah, I think, well, when I went to Barcelona in November... I think when I came back, I was like, okay, I'm setting a date. Like, I'm moving there for sure. Mm -hmm. So I think literally, I don't know, maybe like a week or two weeks after that, I was like, okay, let's just do it. Yeah. So and then something like that. we got, did we even get Travis and Nate in the same room until like January or whatever? Sounds about right. Wow. Yeah. And then like in what? the month of January, planned the tour that we just did. That was just from the 20, the 19th to the 24th? Something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Of February. Yeah. And then Travis plays bass, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And then Nate is drums. Yes. Mm -hmm. Did, what was adding them to this like for you? Surprisingly really natural. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, it makes me so happy to be playing with Travis again. Um, yeah, me and Matt and Travis playing again. That's really fun. Um, and Nate, oh my God. Nate, just like, yeah, I just like. Nate's really good. He's yeah. So good. Like a good person. <laughs> yeah. He's so, yeah, he's a, a nice boy. He like, yeah, we were just Nate like from, both. from Pinned in Place. Yeah, Nate Torres, <laughs> Pinned in Place, X Tough Stuff. Yeah. There was another band that he mentioned that was more like Scott Core. I forgot the name of it, though. I forgot it, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, we were both just, like, drunk on New Year's Eve, and we were seeing Third Eye Blind that night. Um, and I just asked him, I was just like, Nate, like, you want to be in my band? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you want to go on tour? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> you said the T word. Let's do it. <laughs> Nate yeah. Torres loves tours. Yeah. Yeah. And I think from talking to him, I think he... Every band he's been in has, like the like the first thing that he's done when he joined the band was like go on tour with them. Yeah, yeah, he's told me about that about yeah, just like yeah. having to join a band and like three weeks later go on tour. Yeah, um, that was tough stuff. That yeah. was tough stuff. Yeah, it was exactly like what we needed. Yeah, like those people just who are like they're so good and like in the short amount of time like have been very dedicated in the. We've moved pretty yeah. fast within like two months. Well, I think it's also something really cool about having a project that you know is gonna. I mean, I'm gonna. I don't want to say end, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like is like has a like some kind of deadline, a deadline <laughs> and like final point where you know like okay after yeah. this like I won't have to think about this as much anymore because yeah. that tells you like oh I have to get all this done now and after this Definitely. I will be free from it too. <laughs> totally. Um. Yeah. I think because I think you can be burdened as a creative person by like having a project that's gonna last. For infinitely yeah yeah and just be very yeah complacent. or potentially infinitely because nothing will last that long yeah. but like the thought that it could can just be like a lot yeah yeah <laughs> and you just don't end up doing anything exactly um yeah i think yeah that definitely helped with me booking the tour because like the tour for me 
was basically just wanting to see like friends up the coast and just like say what's up before I left and like play, play music. Um, and so I was just like, Hey, I'm leaving. Like, please help me. <laughs> uh, so, Honestly, if you say, if you tell someone like, this is my last show in the U S and they're like, okay, people will come out of the woodwork. Yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm very grateful. Um, but yeah, I think, um, after, you know, these shows that we're going to be playing the next two weeks, um, yeah, I move and whatever. Um, but like Matt and I, uh, just finished and Travis uh, finished recording an EP beginning of February, and yeah, like um, the week before we went on tour. Yeah, How so many songs on that EP? Six. Six? Cool. cool. Yeah, including. Are you gonna do the original version of the one that we just played? Um. Yeah, that's six. Yeah. Cool. Right. And then, sorry. So did where's that? Where Travis? And Nate writing parts for this, or did you just give them bass and drum parts you already had? Well, they just listened to the things that we had demoed and then sort of just interpreted it to play as themselves. What did that, what was different? Can you pinpoint that? Mm-hmm. Well, Travis is a wizard. Well, yeah, um, to say the least. What but does that mean? <laughs> he, it's just there's he. They both have different styles of playing, yes. and on the demos, it was I think it was literally just I recorded the bass and the drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they just like took the parts and like figured out the root of it and like the the main beef of it, all the London broil, and then just sort of like played it <laughs> as themselves as they would play it. Which is like has subtle differences, but it's still generally the same part. Well, then how does Dra- how does what does Travis bring then? What do you think? Is a little it- bit. He he brings a little He's bit like truly just magic. A little bit of funk. <laughs> just okay. a little bit of like sure. A little yeah. bit of spice into it. I because like I was literally just doing like bass notes, like the root notes of the chords and stuff. Yeah, like that. he's perfect because like he's like noodly, but also like not overwhelming to yeah. where it gets kind of boring. Um, he he yeah. and I both played bass and guitar together in junior high jazz band, and I don't know if it really did the same for me, but I can tell that with him, it like taught him how to play guitar as a bassist He's and very play tasteful. bass as a guitarist. You know? Yeah, his parts like, are very tasteful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just knows when too much is too much and when yeah. too little is too little. And then what about Nate? Very fast, very fast learner. Yeah, very um, fast learner. And, and he just no, Nate, Nate's an incredible drummer. Yeah. yeah, very fast learner, and uh, it's so nice because he was just like, "Oh, like I'm having, I'm like having a great time. I'm like learning these things," and he's just, uh, he's so fun yeah. to play with. He, <laughs> it, it seems he wants to do like exactly how they are on the recordings. Yeah. So, it, but it's like he, he like his statistically he hasn't played anything like this slow is what he calls it. Which that's. <laughs> Super true. Yeah. <laughs> That's super true. He never plays slow songs. Yeah. Like yeah. Pippin Place is all real fast, fast, real jazz. So it's cool to see him play kind of uh, slower, yeah, like mid-tempo play, stuff. Like, pop. Yeah. It's we're, neat. We're a pop band. We're a sure. pop band. <laughs> yeah. Pop music and sappy lyrics. I like that you say that Nate just like is like happy to just play everything as it is. Because I think yeah. if, if this was a like an elementary school situation, he would be marked like pleasure to have in class. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Just there to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay, can you guys play another thing, please? What are we doing? Um, do you want to do ceiling? 
I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> we can do it. We can try. So, so sorry. <laughs> this is a much more impressive introduction when there's drums Okay. We're professionals. You are.
The UFO has landed. <laughs> cool. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> So, I was hoping to like kind of dive into all of the songs. Okay. At least all the ones that were on the SoundCloud. Yeah. So that's five of them. Um, the brunt of them. Yeah. <clears throat> Can we start with Ceiling since you just played it? Sure. Where did that song start? Who had the idea? Um, Nina wrote the chord pattern. And it was a really good chord pattern. Just those three chords. Yeah. That was a loop that I've just been playing for a long time and wanted to do something with. And uh, yeah, Matt. I think Matt wrote most of the lyrics I think I in just the beginning. had them. Like it stemmed from something that was like in a notepad note from a couple years prior to writing the words to this song. Yeah. Like, a lot of times I'll just sort of have word ideas in my brain and just jot them down on notepad and not really have any plan for them except for things like this where it's like, oh, now is when those unplanned lyrics have a plan. When do you choose when, when do you choose that sort of thing? Is it just like, oh, I have all the, these lyric ideas and now I have a song idea that doesn't have this. Well, there's that. Together, or does it like... Does something click with you? We're like, oh, this one specifically would work for this. I think in this band, we definitely uh, like to talk more about, like, instead of uh, just being like, well, I kind of just like have these words and like I have these lyrics, which I mean, like happens sometimes, but I think we really talk more about what we write, like what we want to write about, like compared to other things that we've done. Um, so, yeah, that's been really helpful for me because so it's more intentional. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, I'm like generally a pretty slow writer, but um, I think the way we've been doing things has been uh, really helpful for me, at least. Yeah, um, same. Because yeah. I am also not a quick writer, to say the least. And so having like half of an idea and then having Nina come up with another half of an idea, it like makes a whole idea sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then we just sort of chip away at the edges until it has the song. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this song is a lot about like having goals and having a path that you want to yeah. walk kind down. Of. It stemmed mostly at least from my writing point. It was like watching a lot of friends doing a lot of traveling and stuff like that and then just not really being able to like do that. What do you mean? And just, just like a whole bunch of my friends were all like taking trips at the same point in time. And I was just like working like at moving. a fucking grocery oh, store yeah, yeah, yeah. and like just other people doing a lot of things, but just like feeling stagnant and not being able to do anything besides what you're doing. Um, I think that was about it. Yeah. No, I definitely feel the same way. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Like having goals. Um, yeah. Just like, um, well, like when I first met Matt, and like this entire group of people, um, everyone, how old are you, Matt? 26. 26. So like, yeah, generally everyone was about like three to five, six years older than me. And like, we all got really close and, um, I don't know, just like within a few years, you know, everyone just like 
started becoming like adults and, you know, just like people are moving across the country and like doing things or like going to out of the country, going to law school, like, you know, just like doing crazy shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But I was like, oh, like I'm the youngest one in this group. Like, it's like, okay. (laughs) But it still um, was really overwhelming. Um, And uh, well, yeah. So seeing, seeing everyone live their life. Um, and all of it like happened so quickly. Like everyone at the same time seemed to just like. Yeah, it was real. <laughs> like it's yeah. just a six month period that like 10 of the people in our circles of friends were just like <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. That's a good song. Thanks. Thank gives gives a voice to those weird feelings. Yeah. Thanks. It tries. Yeah, and then (laughs) I mean, it addresses them. It says that here they are. I don't know what to do with them, but here they are. Yeah. Um. Then one of those pretty guitar parts at the end come in, Nina. Huh? At the end of the song, it gets all. Oh, like that the solo. Yes, I like it. Thank you. (laughs) That's what I'm saying to you. Thank you. (laughs) When did that part? When did that happen? I don't know. Nina's just a ripper. It's true. It's just a, a true shredder. And when we were just, I like, I think I just kept doing the chord patterns and then she just started like wailing. And I've been listening to a is. lot of Built to Spill. Ooh, good choice. Um, and uh, I don't know. They're rippers. Yeah, and they I are. feel like uh, th- it has had a little bit of influence on my songwriting for this project. Yeah, I don't think you, um, in previous songs that you've, been mm-hmm. a major part of me and i've like heard stuff like that before i think for sure it's cool i like it hooray <laughs> thank you <laughs> um okay so can we talk about care sure <laughs> that's a fun one yeah that was like was that the first riff that you yeah played? i think i just like i wrote that when i was still in like settling yeah so, really and yeah. i was surprised that it wasn't going to be a settling song it I sounds was so like a excited. Song. Oh, cool! <laughs> this band, I like settling. A lot like settling. <laughs> <laughs> I like settling. I miss settling. I miss settling Same. too. Miss those boys. Mm. You go, Tanner. Yeah, Tanner's in Japan. Yeah. Um. So care. Yeah, it's like our most upbeat, fastest, kind of like positive sounding song. Um, but, but it's about emotional and physical pain. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something that have been like hand in hand for me uh, for the last few years. I'm just like, dude, I'm like 22 and I'm physically like 65. Like when I first, like, I don't know, maybe when I was like 17 or something, um, Ty Seagal dislocated my knee. And then Ty Seagal was moshing at a concert that Nina was moshing at. <laughs> it was at Pangea. Yeah. And uh, before they were together. <laughs> that the name that's all i'm saying no we know we just wanted to let the air chronology yeah. oh is that what you were doing um yeah and so like i was like using a cane for a while and um, yeah like okay i did yeah. you meet me when i had a cane like <laughs> I, knew, I knew you during that period of time yeah and nina i i have a lot of warm feelings for you but like i see you in a lot of physical pain and i like i don't know <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I was like 17 or something when that happened. And that was like a time where I was 
drinking so fucking much like and I didn't take care of the injury at all like I was supposed to be on crutches for a while but I was like just this is so depressing like I can't do anything I can't go anywhere and so I just like got a cane and just like did not take care of my knee and just like kept going out and like when I'd get drunk I'd like run on it and uh <laughs> yeah so there's that and it's just like not been taken care of care of yeah and like my back is like a thing <laughs> At one point, um, Tanner from Settling and was it Tanner? Yeah. While Matt was on tour, me, Nathan Tanner, uh, Mm. started a side band called Back Brace because we all had back problems. I forgot about Back Brace. That was a good band. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I remember, yeah, Tanner and I were just like talking about, um, how, like all that shit affects us so much emotionally, like just like getting out of bed or just like, I don't know, like carrying an amp or just like, I don't know, skating for him. Uh, like, you know, just can't do thing like just regular things and it kills you. Things that make you feel like a person. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so fucking frustrating. And you know, like I, I really hate like having to ask everyone like, Oh, to carry my amp. Oh, my back hurts. But it's just like, it fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, yeah, um, no, I, like I have some friends that like deal with, like disability stuff. Yeah, and it's just like the fact that you physically can't do something, mm-hmm. it makes you feel like a burden to the people around you. Yeah, totally. Even though it shouldn't. Yeah, like you can't help that this is the way it is. But yeah, it still sucks when you have to ask someone like, "Hey, I can't lift this thing." Yeah, for sure. Can you lift this thing? And if someone like doesn't know about your like your yeah, it just seems like you're lazy yeah. or like yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why, yeah, like, I went on a trip to Barcelona with two of my friends a couple months ago, and I was just, like, kind of afraid that I was gonna just, like, be a bummer, or, like, just slow everything down, because, like, I have a really bad knee, and, like, I'm just, like, slow, (laughs) and, like, can't walk upstairs, and there's, like, not many elevators in Spain, (laughs) so it's just, like... No. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Takes a long time. (laughs) Lots of stairs, though. Yeah, Totally. Um, and there's so, some beautiful stairs. There's beautiful stairs. But <laughs> some a lot beautiful of them. stairs, though. <laughs> yeah, and on tour, you know, yeah, like I brought my cane and just like walking, just being in San Francisco is very stressful. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of hills, no parking. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, that was kind of tough. Um, but yeah, it's just basically about that. Yeah, and, this song um, is about that. Yeah. And it's but it's loud. Yeah. And fast. Yeah. Relatively speaking, to the rest, yeah, <laughs> faster. Yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like that's good, though. I feel like it's um, like the song what it's about is in direct um, like it's like directly fighting sort of yeah how it like the form of it because mm-hmm. it's a loud and faster song yeah yeah about things that are like slow down <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. which is nice i don't know i like that sort of like thematic stuff that happens with songs cool it's cool cool i'm so sorry i wish you <laughs> i wish you weren't in pain and i i oh, thanks dude. i just there's nothing i can do but i wish you weren't i wish you didn't have to feel that way oh uh, thanks <laughs> i appreciate it it's the truth <laughs> um okay so then rosetta stone do you like that song still Oh yeah, no, I love that song. <laughs> um, it feels like that song's about um, finding like the something or the someone that allows you to be yourself around other people. 
Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, totally that or just like, yeah, meeting someone and just like having them kind of open your eyes to, I don't know, just like new things or just like things that they're passionate about and um, just kind of, it's just nice to see people um, do things they like. <laughs> yeah. No, I just I, love yeah. it. <laughs> That's why I do this podcast. It's because it's yeah. fun. And, um, like, actually. <laughs> yeah. And I just, like, yeah, I like having people around like that, that, you know, just, like, open my eyes to different things that, uh, you know, like, yeah, that I care about and just, like, help me learn new stuff every day. And, um, yeah, it's important to keep those people around pretty much. Did the writing of that song start with you, Nina, or was it? Uh, I wrote it. Okay. Yeah. And um, Matt. Yeah. What did Matt do? Matt wrote. Tell me. The... I sat. Um, I <laughs> I came up with the, it starts with like a little finger picking part. It's very pretty. And I just I pretty much just did that, and then Nina came up with like the general rest of the chord structure for the verses, and then we sort of just agreed on where the chorus went chordally, and then there's a rip and solo. <laughs> and then, uh, but lyrically, Nina pretty much wrote everything. And then the second verse was kind of just like, it felt unfinished. Yeah. And, and then there was like a line that was good, but then just didn't Could fit have been in a verse or something. Split up between, um, like it almost, yeah, like we split it up as if it was kind of like a conversation or like a response. In yeah. A way. Yeah. The classic call and response. Yeah. Yeah. In rock and roll music. Good shit. Um, but yeah, that's, I think, and we sort of co-wrote the lines that I sing back. Yeah. Because that was like a time that we were just sort of sitting and you had the the notes, the lyrics you had written, and we were just like scribbling on top of those. Pretty much. I think that was about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Please put these lyrics mm-hmm. on the band camp eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they're all I up, shoot. Don't, don't I'm supposed to thing. do that. I'm just like saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like. See. I like when people have lyrics on the band camp. Yeah. And I don't Whatever know why anyone I does, I'm like, why not? Yeah, yeah. It's better. They're mine. <clears throat> no, you don't. You don't care. They're my it's lyrics. It's better for the band to have them because yeah. if you're playing a show, oh, totally. people want to look at the lyrics so that they can sing them at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A better thing to do. I definitely just forgot. Well, yeah. True. But also, we only have two demos on our Bandcamp. I know. And I'm just saying. Nobody puts lyrics on SoundCloud. I'm just saying for the EP. But yeah, no, of course we. SoundCloud is secret. Yeah, exactly. We haven't even talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so then you wrote those that response part together. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And then I guess Matt, when you get a thing from Nina, what do you? Because you said you were like add, added that like picking part to Rosetta Stone. Well, that's like where it, it's, I think. You Nina, started the musical yeah, part pretty that's much. that's how it started coming together musically. Uh-huh. Okay, and then well, Nina that's had what those I'm lyrics. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's like how it started. And then Nina had those lyrics that were put to it after the fact. Mm. It was just like, oh, here's a song. Oh, here's these lyrics that would probably work on this song. That tends to be how a lot of our songs come together. It's just like we come up with a thing m- musically. And then we just like have lyrics either lying around or just like that come to us briefly. And so we like jot them down and then we work them into something more palatable. Hmm. Yeah. Something that, I mean, like makes sense emotionally with the music or vice versa. Yes. I think. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Baggage claim. I felt like that one was the most self-explanatory 
Yeah. yeah. And it's titled like, okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, the metaphor is right there. I think yeah. we used baggage purposefully. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Who um, started that song? That was all mean. Was it? I think. I think that was all mean. Yeah. All the best ones are all mean. <laughs> <laughs> you cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Um. Yeah. No. I just like the last year or two. I've been. Yeah. Like I made these plans to move out of the country, <laughs> and um, yeah. I I've just been like struggling with the thought of I'm like, am I running away, or am I like. Like, or is this just like, are you running away or is this like a new, or is this a a new thing? Exactly. Is this another new thing or is this like just still, you know, just like part of my life? It's like nothing, you know, just do it. And so like, yeah, I just, um, kept having a problem with like coming to terms with that. I'm like, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm escaping. Um, but you know, just, um, whenever people do like, I don't know, try to escape somewhere, I mean, yeah, it's cool, but, um, like, and sure, like, if you are there for however long, like, it can change you as a person, but, like, you're still gonna, I don't know, it's you not gonna ha- take you- away your depression. No, yeah, and you still, you still- <laughs> no, that's exactly it. Like, you still have your shit. Yeah, exactly. Your shit's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's staying with you. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, Yeah. Oh, well, then, so what did you find in, I- I've always actually wanted to ask you this, like, mm-hmm. so what, why, what did... Barcelona. Oh, why Barcelona? Yeah. Um, I was, I don't know. I was like really depressed and I was just, I don't know, just pondering the idea. I was like, what if I, like, what if I did move out of the country? And, uh, I was kind of feeling very complacent here and like, just feeling like I need to get my shit together. And, you know, I was like, maybe, maybe cool if I just like moved somewhere <laughs> um but i think i decided on like spain or something because i was like um maybe with the challenge of like learning a new language and like an entirely different kind of lifestyle would i don't know help me grow up and so <laughs> like uh yeah i went to like madrid how long were you in barcelona the first time the first time was like almost a month mm-hmm. um yeah my original uh, goal was to move to Madrid because you know people always said like Barcelona was just like wild and I was just kind of like scared <laughs> like mm. um so like you know I was just like uh it's just like too party for me but then like I went and I was like oh my fucking god this is tight um, also <laughs> it's also a small country so it's not yeah like- <laughs> it's like yeah take a train you'll be there in like two three hours so it's like uh it's cool and it reminds me a lot of California Spain in general and yeah. Barcelona. Why? Yeah. How so? Um, everyone, I don't know. Like the weather, totally. Um, a lot some of, of Del the, Taco. I wish, <laughs> but also they don't need that shit. Like <laughs> I will miss it dearly. Um, I don't know. Everyone is so chill. <laughs> everyone, like that's fucking real. Yeah, dude. Um, American. Like, I know culture. it's like a Californian like stereotype, but I mean, you know, I mean, no, I mean, California is more chill than the rest of America, but it yeah. is still fucking hectic compared yeah. to like a lot of exactly. the world. 
Yeah, so it's very like that. Um, and uh, just Spanish people in general um, are just like known to just take their time with everything. Like if you're trying to do any kind of like government business or something, like you won't expect to yeah. <laughs> hear any kind of responses for weeks. <laughs> or like um, if you're at the grocery store and like in line and a customer is talking to the cashier, like they will have an entire conversation. They don't care. <laughs> like they don't care. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I kind of like it. <laughs> It's a, it's a good change of pace. Yeah, it's it's very chill, but it's, you know, it's very similar to here. Yeah, I don't um, know what you're looking at for, like, work or not over there, but mm-hmm. I know, like, like, they have, like, vacation time that is actual, like, considerable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you it's get, like, nice. you get a month, you get more than a month of, like, time. I believe so. And I'm like, hmm, I wish. <laughs> yeah. I wish. <laughs> I'm uh, uh, actually going there, yeah, with the intent to teach English. Um, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there's that, and then I'm going to start taking Spanish classes when I get there also. So that'll be fun. And then who knows what else is going to happen. Are you going to start a band? Probably. I know mm-hmm. you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It would be cool. I'm so uh, excited to discover... I don't know, just like the scenes out there because going I hear... to shows in a new country is interesting for sure. Um, I didn't, yeah, I wanted to go to I don't know, see something in Barcelona, but um, I don't know, just uh, it's never happened. But I just hear just like every kind of scene is just huge there, especially like house music, which I'm kind of stoked to like get into. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, looks cool. <laughs> So I'm excited to see, um, yeah, where things go on, like, yeah, where music happens. And since it's all, like, apartments and stuff, um, you know, I'm, like, I don't know, I'm always, like, used to practicing in people's houses or, I don't know, just, like, things like that. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how to do the music thing there and, like, Mm -hmm. how, I don't know, like, where you practice, where everything goes on. Uh, Yeah. So... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's that song. All of those yeah. thoughts. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think it'll be okay. Thanks. I hope so. <laughs> I want it to be true. <laughs> cool. Okay, and then uh, what, what's the last one? We're doing it. We're doing it wrong. Yeah. We're doing it wrong. Tell me. Um. <laughs> Tell me more. That- <laughs> That song, I hate that it's what it turned out to be, but it's pretty much just the what? plight of the drummer. Really? Yeah. It's just like, what? I want to do this, but I can't. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> to know sum that. It up, yeah, dude, it's totally dumb where that stemmed from. Buddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like after a while, and it was like, the and oh man, biting off more than you can chew is so good. But I was drumming in like three or four bands at the time, and like I, I every time I tried to do something different, it felt like it just didn't work or wasn't like what anybody else wanted, and so I just felt very stifled creatively. And um, and then I don't know. I think I started. I it wasn't with intent. It, I whenever I like write a song, it's never intentfully. It's like. Never the, I'm going to sit down and write a song. But I was just like playing guitar and uh, for some reason or another had it tuned to half step down. 
and it just sounded a lot better playing a C chord. All the best songs are written. Yeah, the blue album was a half step down. (laughs) Like apparently, (laughs) probably not. I just like spreading that one. I believe it. Um, but like a lot, so many goddamn songs are in C, but when it's in like B, (laughs) it's so much better. It's not C. It's just a hair down. And, uh, but then I, it was just like something that felt really natural to play and then was like kind of a soothing thing for me. Like I just, there, I like falling to bed, to bed, falling to sleep some nights, uh, I would just like be playing that just over and over because it's really fun. Um, and then I eventually started writing words that ended up going to it and they were about just sort of being like... Um, I don't know, just like feeling like you're trying to do a a lot of things, but you're not seeing any result Mm -hmm. of all of the efforts that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sad that it was about drumming and stuff, (laughs) but (laughs) when I listened to that song, it sounded like it's, it was about how like all these efforts for whatever they may be seem worthless. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Like the final, uh, I you know the last the last line of that song is like very, like oh, it's good, but it's it's like a, it's a powerful visual metaphor. Like I don't have it written down exactly, but basically like the plants and the sidewalk cracks are uprooted in the end. Uh, well, the asphalt filling the cracks in the sidewalks is uprooted because like pe- like sidewalks get uprooted by trees, and then people are like, fine, just put some fucking asphalt over where they. <laughs> like split up and it'll make a cool ramp and then like eventually <laughs> that shit gets uprooted again and it's just like i don't know like <laughs> no for sure you, like you and i know i'm guilty of it as well but like you there's just a whole thing of like fucking up and then just like glazing over trying to make it better but like it's not good enough and then shit still comes mm-hmm. through you know i don't know it's real heavy but i didn't intend it to be <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's not even like that heavy. It's just like it's very realistic to like problems that we have in general. Just because yeah. like it's not like it's not like a huge. Uh, I, I don't know, like because I get like because Nina's here. We go. Nina's Nina's song <laughs> baggage claim. I think it's very specific, but it's like also like this. Like this not everyone's world traveling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it could, it also relates to like a any kind of escapism. Any honestly. sort of escapism. Yeah. But like this, but like this song, I think. Everyone does this. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone does this. Kind of, yeah. Like, has a thing, and then, like, I... Uh, and then you push it away. <laughs> That's easier. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. And, and I like how... I really like the visual metaphor of the of this sidewalk, because, I don't know, as someone who lives in Southern California, I'm like, yeah, man, these yeah. sidewalks. <laughs> these sidewalks. Yeah. <laughs> Keep calling your congressman. We got to get better sidewalks. Um, no, but that's, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this thought. Um, real quick. No, I just wanted to say like about being like when, what you said about being in like multiple bands and that stifling creativity, creativity, um, weird because (laughs) it's like at first, uh, like when you start to get a role on like, you know, you join the first other band and then you join another band 
And then you're just like, you know, just like, yes, 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 yes. And mm. you think like, oh, this is going to be good for me and it'll, it'll help me improve on like maybe something else. And so like when I was doing that, I saw it as like every project was like an exercise for me and like might help me get better in certain like other areas, like might help each other. But in the end, I was just like, this is just bad. <laughs> if, you have, <laughs> if you have too many of them, you don't do any of them. Yeah. I was just like, I, I don't like it, it was nice to have a lot of different things, but you know, at one point I just like, didn't know. Yeah. You just don't know where to put you know, like your main effort into. Um, and you're just kind of playing notes and it sucks. Um, so yeah, very stressful, but I can understand very fun to be working on well, it's cause very multiple things. Joining all the, things. like starting a creative project on a smaller scale, it's like buying a, like it's buying a book. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it'll be so great when I, when I have, when I read this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you put it on your shelf and you're like, I'm going to read it. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, Except it's a band and you have inter, you have uh, relationships other with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah accurate yeah yeah it's just it's because you're envisioning like what a little it what it'll be when it's done, but or like who you who you will be and like what you will have made and what mm-hmm. like it because it's like a good it's a great goal. <laughs> it's all yeah. good intentions. Yeah, but then if it doesn't follow Only through, human. It sucks. Good song, Matt. And hey, put thanks. the stamp of approval. <laughs> Okay. It's like the Oprah seal. This is Oprah more book important club. than the Oprah seal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Or, I mean, can you play another thing? That's what I meant. I was going to ask, can you play another song? <laughs> um, um, what are you thinking? Um, we <clears throat> got two more. Don't play We're Doing It Wrong. I think we're doing it wrong. We just talked about that one. I guess we could play it. Okay. Um... <laughs> Do you want to do baggage claim and Rosetta Stone then? Huh? Do you want to do baggage claim? Well, we talked about baggage claim too. We played. We're doing it wrong. We talked about all of them. Yeah. We talk about all of them. Exactly. But that was the one that we like left off on. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. What do you want to do? Can you cut that? Hannah, leave that in, please. Um, let's okay. Let's just do Rosetta Stone then. Okay. Yeah. 
nosebleed like a minute before we I'm played so in Portland. It was sorry, far dude. from perfect, but it was excellent. <laughs> it was great. It was real fun. Yeah. Everything, I feel like we did everything that like each person wanted to do almost, except for go to the hot springs. <laughs> unrealistic. It was like what? 40 degrees. Well, yeah. I mean, if just the weather was not that. Weather permitting, yeah. Yeah. Be. Otherwise, we did a lot of stuff. It was fun. What'd you do? Actually, yeah, yeah. Oh, you like okay. The first show was at the Fleetwood. Yeah, this in San uh, Francisco. It's like a local gallery or like art shop. A bunch of just like uh, things made by like local artists, you know, jewelers, whatever, writers, etc., etc. Really cool place. Too. And uh, Shannon from Sore works there. And um, that's a good band. Yeah, great band. Great they're person. ever down here, I want them on the podcast. Yeah. Soon. I think they're touring soon, like in April or something. Yeah. Okay. Someone let me know. <laughs> Will do. Oh, great idea. Um, So yeah, we played with, uh, it was supposed to be Snooze, um, but Sam Kless was just, he's still recovering from surgery. So um, Brandon uh, did a solo set, um, and then so did- His um, band is called Eastern Bakery. Right. But he also plays in snares. And then Yellow Dress played after us. But um yeah, Brandon's songs. Um wow. Yeah, that <laughs> was that was really heavy for me. Um all Why? of the, like almost all of the songs like were about his uh his dog and the like the entire set I was just sobbing. Um yeah, because I just like in the last six months I've lost like three of my pets. And so that was just like <laughs> rough um yeah there were multiple songs about his dog and they were all so beautiful and so sad um fantastic and then uh the yellow dress dan 
is a ray of sunshine. Dan, if he was a D&D character, he would have like plus 12 charisma modifier. <laughs> yeah, he's a very special person. Um, yeah, there was not a second where he wasn't funny. He's so good. <laughs> there was like a couple seconds where he almost got real, but it then right. turned around and it was just He's very good at that. <laughs> very good at that. Um, beautiful show. Yeah, it Great was for a show. And then you went north. Well, we had a day off and then we went south, actually. Oh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you went to we, San Jose. San Francisco was got Wednesday. Got it, got it. Thursday, we spent the day uh, walking around San Francisco. Beautiful day. It was excellent. Best, one of the greatest days. It was excellent. Uh, we uh, all did acid. At <laughs> <laughs> the risk of saying too much, yeah, we ate acid cookies and had an excellent time. We all got to know each other a lot better. It was Including so me. cute. Yeah. It was his first time. Surprise, the public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, sorry, Nate. If his employers hear it, they'll be like, tight. Right. <laughs> they, they ice each other at work. Yeah. So, like. Oh, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we, we like walked through Golden Gate Park for about five to six hours <laughs> and just like, yeah, going wherever and just getting distracted. Oh my God, please tell everyone about the squirrel. Oh my God. It was a real, uh, so. This was when I was like peeking. Yeah. And we were just like walking through like. It's a beaten path, so people have walked there before, but it's like a way to get from one walkway to another. Yeah. And so we're walking through, and Travis just turns to the left and goes, and sees like 10 squirrels just hanging out in this clearing. So many squirrels. And so we stopped to watch him for a little bit. The closest one to us is eating what looked like little sunflower seed shells just on a branch, and then it, it like catches us, and then turns around, and like turns back at us, and then turns back around, just squats on the branch, and then starts dragging itself forward by its front legs and <laughs> Travis took that as a sign of aggression and was like we gotta leave the squirrel <laughs> dragging its butt on the branch yeah. we gotta leave yeah just like, like aggressively too much yeah um and then we went to a crazy barcade called the Emporium oh it was magical it was beautiful it was like inside an old theater and it had like a screen it was like a movie screen and a, just a DJ in front of it. Man. San Francisco has some weird bars. It was yeah. so cool. I went to Urban Putt up there. Urban mm. Putt? That sounds like mini golf? It has mini golf. Oh, Damn it! In the bar. But it's all steampunk things. That's cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> steampunk. I'm putt, interested. Putt. Yeah, steampunk. It's it was great. Like it, we were I went there during a weekend, so it was like insane. But it was still fun. Like I got to play mini golf. So whatever. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Cool. Were we there on a, no, we were there on a Thursday. So it wasn't as busy as it could have been. But I imagine San Francisco yeah. on a weekend is just insane. Mm-hmm. Cool. We went to Trash House. Yeah. yeah classic, 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 San Jose must show. do. Um, I love San Jose. This might be a hot take. I'm a little disappointed. We uh, got instructed <laughs> to go to, uh, to El Abuelo's for a burrito instead of the two, like, the mainstays? The mainstays, which love Vic and Angelou's. And everyone's like, no, nah, there's better than that. And everyone was like, no. Nah, everyone was like, what was that? Oh, Sim. And yeah, Jeremy just like hates on good my things. love of orange sauce. <laughs> and it's just, I'm a tourist. Yeah. You know? Leave. Orange sauce is good. It yeah. is. It's not a bad sauce. It's not. It's but a good sauce. It's the orange sauce the best. At, at this place that we went wasn't that great. I think it was really good. It was just... 
incredibly spicy and that it hurt some of us. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, like Travis legit woke up the next morning super early and like vomited no. from what I heard. And then we had to wake up at like 5 a.m. the next day to drive to Portland to make <laughs> it in time to play our show there that yeah. night. That's a long drive. Yeah. California is too big. Yeah. God. Too California big. California is so big and dumb. Um. But yeah, the show at San Jose was awesome. It was one of the better ones. There's only four shows. It's hard to compare them all. <laughs> I think everyone except for Portland was the best show. So what happened in Portland? Well, well we, we got there early, relatively. We were there. The The event page on Facebook said 8 to 10. We were there like 7, 7, 15. Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't look like anybody else is there. It looks like an abandoned building. Yeah. And... Um, where did you play? An artist info shop. Which, from what I can tell, it seems like it, it's a good space that does a lot for its yeah, community. Yeah, definitely. But Looks like a cool place. Um, it, yeah. It, and it, you were there on an off night. Well, not that, just... It, I mean, no, it, it's totally fine, because like I've been to Bridgetown when like no one was there, and yeah. it, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. But like when we got there, before any of the people really that, like, I don't know, were part of the collective got there... Um, there were just these, like, I don't know. Just people arguing. People outside. outside, like, for an, like, consistently an hour, like, yeah. just about them, like, I don't know, stealing from each other <laughs> or something. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and it was like, they were, like, right in front of the info shop and were like, oh my God, when Which, did the show start? That, that's a good thing about the info shop is they, like, welcome people that are, like, drug addicts Users and people that are just, and, like, on the street um, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I think it's really, Cool, because they are like, um, you know, they show like the safe way to use and like dispose of, you know, your sharps, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just, you know, it's nice that they don't turn that away and kind yeah. of are just like, if you're going to do it, like, this is how you do it without like hurting yourself or other people instead of the fact that you're already doing drugs. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, it was just kind of, um, well, the bands that were supposed to play, who was supposed to the band after us? Weehawk. Weehawk, I believe. Um, only two bands got to play because um, oh. we just yeah ran out of time. But the first band was called Loose um, and had Nick Everett from Blowout. Who, he played drums in Blowout. And this band's and, uh, real good. Killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loose Wonderful. blew me away. That was a very good band. <sighs> Definitely. I think they're planning on touring sometime soon. You should. But they're just a three-piece that does like real quick, real nice. It's like, like Mathier Weaker Thans almost. Yeah, kind of like emo It's folk. fucking perfect. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, And then we started setting up. I had lost. Uh, you, you, it's hard. This is an audio podcast, but this is a visual uh, anecdote. The strap that I use, it has these buckles. So you just buckle it in and it doesn't like fall off ever mm-hmm. or whatever. But I lost the whole of the strap mm-hmm. when somewhere between San Jose and Portland. So we get there, and I don't have a strap for my guitar, so I can't really play my guitar because you can't like put another strap over this weird thing. So you just have to sit down during. Your That's set what I was gonna do, but then uh, the people in Weehawk they were like, "Oh no, just use this guitar." <laughs> and oh, so I okay, used their guitar. And it was a pretty fun guitar, 
But um, my pedal board was also just farting up and being all dumb. Yeah, it was just, it was rough, and man. And then my nose started bleeding. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> as I'm like, all right, I'm plugged in. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then, so I run to the bathroom, shove some tissue in it, and then we play our set. And, and there was just, like, su- like insufficient, like, power that we had. Oh, yeah, and I so had it was, run. like, dark. <laughs> really, yeah. really dark. It was pretty dark, but I, it was a fun yeah. set. Like, once we were playing... It was just kind of hard to hear ourselves. It's all the and... things surrounding it. Yeah. <laughs> Playing. Yeah. The circumstances. Weird. It's all about the context. And then you went to Seattle. Banger. That was, that was really <laughs> tight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first we woke up in Portland. Shouts out Russell for letting us stay at his house. Yeah. Um, we went to the Florida room, which is a bar in Portland, and they have $1 Olympias. I have a soft spot in my heart for Olympia beer because it's not around here that much. <laughs> but... Um, they also had pints of CBD juice. Yeah, I got a pint of a grapefruit <laughs> on draft. CBD, and it was so good. Uh, they also had wonderful. New York on their jukebox, which I'm a fan CBD of. CBD juice. Yeah. yeah, they had like multiple flavors and like... In the, um, we're in the future. This is... it's We're in the now. A pint. And they're doing it. Yeah, Three it was then. so nice. It felt so silly and good. But then Nina and Travis made a giant smorgasbord of breakfast the next day. Oh yeah, we were planning like, to. Lamb? So we were planning to For just breakfast? make like corned beef hash, but then we ended up. So I ended up getting like this marinated like rosemary lamb, and then we got like Thai marinated chicken skewers, and then we just made like a fuck ton of eggs and like potatoes and bell peppers and toast. And just like a bunch of bunch of stuff, we had like a feast. It was beautiful. It was really tight, yeah. Yeah, and then um, we went to Seattle. And it took us two days to get home. But while but, we were in Seattle, <laughs> yeah, I discovered that Drew had given Nate a whole bunch of googly eyes. Oh yeah, and I was so angry that I wasn't informed earlier. Yeah. So during yeah, when we were there in San Jose, uh, Drew was just like, "Hey, you guys, uh, do you want some googly eyes for the road?" And we're like, yeah. And he just takes his giant bag and just pours a bunch into like Nate's little thing. And yeah, I was just like, you know, we didn't have any merch. So (laughs) this is what I considered our merch. Just a bunch of various size googly eyes. (laughs) (laughs) He's our goodwill. Yeah. Um, So before we started playing in Seattle, yeah, we just replacing them on various things. It's very good. Who played the Seattle show? A bunch of fucking amazing bands. Yeah, the band Proof. Proofs. Proofs. The all Seattle local bands. Um, Proofs. Item they're like Finder. a mathy trio, and then Item Finder, who uh, they're really good. They sound somewhere like there were just a lot of moments where we both like not both, but like all four of us would look at each other and either say Joyce Manor or Algernon Caldwaller because it just sounded like the both of those bands. Um, and then they were really tight and ended up letting us stay at their house. Yeah. And they had some Neat of the nicest folks. cats and yeah. a whole bunch of D&D stuff all over the, the living room. Like the player's hand. Never mind. Um, <laughs> you got to do D&D podcast. There's too many. Yeah, I know. We need another one. I, I, I learned how to play a whole game because I've thought about it. And then I realized I should say no to more things. <laughs> As we talked about earlier. Too many creative outlets. Yeah. How's the sponge cast? It's really good. Oh that only God. takes me like an hour to do. 
That's so. And that's cool, all dude. I have to do. Like record and do, or do I don't, you give it I to don't, someone? I don't produce it. Okay. I never do any of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do audio, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, every band was so just like oh, Curse loud and awesome. That was the last band. Yeah, Curse League. They're... They were very nice. They yeah. toured. I don't know if they toured, but they played with Hit Me Herald and Playing Tourist when they toured up there. And like Playing Tourist, Doug used to live here. And so they were like talking. They asked like, do you guys know Doug? And, Doug, and you're like, I know I was Doug. like, oh my God, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really cool night. I'm glad it was good. I'm glad it was, it was good. good. The show was at a bar, and after all the sets, Nina got us all shots, and I don't remember getting home. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fell asleep in the car immediately from what I heard. Yeah, I, I don't know, because I didn't go with you guys. Because oh. I, I went with, uh, I think I went with Item Finder. And then we both individually went to Subway. And then, but so you weren't funny. there for that. No, I mean, I, wasn't. I mean, like consciously, yeah. Wonderful, great show. I'm so glad. Shouts out, Jason Gladly. Well. Yeah, it was fun. Um, when, when, and where can people find your music on the internet? They can find two demos now on heartworms.bandcamp.com. Uh, the full thing should be done within a month. Yeah, and I don't I'm know, like early I'm, April. I don't know. Yeah, we still, uh, I'm trying to work on uh, thinking about who's going to release it. But let's say, let's say, I don't know, like six months, come back, do a tour for it, <laughs> and you'll have uh, more music. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> but it's coming. Is it April? April. May, I, I, well, sh- are we going to just like upload it online? When, when you, I don't know. Let's you say. should upload it online. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we just convinced Nina for an April release. Tentative. Convinced for convinced to do. I don't know how words work right now. I've just said a lot of Follow that. us on Twitter. Yeah, Nina runs our Twitter. Follow us follow on Instagram. For the good memes. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Play the last song, please. What would that be? You want to do We're Doing It Wrong? Sure. Uh, Joey, thank you for your patience. Yeah, this whole time, Joey, Joey Tobin has been like just laying down on the ground right next to us. <laughs> smiling. Just gracefully. Just smiling. They're now standing, but it was a, a much more. Yes, oh, now, now they're on the ground. Back, back to the, the laying position. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you, Karina. Wow. Thank you. So glad we got to do this finally. <laughs> Me too. Neat. This podcast is sponsored in part by water. Ooh, yeah. It's good. Have some. (laughs) Got water? Feet failing, flailing on the ground 
Fumbling over. Oh, I fucked up the line. I always do this. It's falling. I said fumbling. I don't know why my mouth likes making the mbus sound. Fumbling is good, though. No, we're going to cut right in from <laughs> feet failing, flailing on the ground. Falling over your own shoes. Fast towards some comforting sound or a logical excuse. Found yourself running around in circles, tripping over your own roots. Hey now, what makes you think you know what's best for you? Seeing through this mess Found yourself pulled apart at every end By commitments you can't choose Hey now, why are you playing all the games you do? Gotta play it one way or the other But you gotta say when we're doing it wrong is always drowned out what's the point of even singing along can't fix holes you dig without them being dug up by your actions again in the sidewalk is still uprooted in the end Important. Oh well. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the living room. This week our guest was Heartworms, and you can find them online at heartworms.bandcamp.com. The living room was created by Lucas Cathy and Karina Taylor, recorded by Matt Surgis and Jeremy Scott at the Palisades, and produced by Hannah Moraz. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or whatever podcast app you happen to prefer. If you have questions or would like to chat with us, email the livingroompodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. 
Special thanks goes to Chris Taniguchi for helping on social media, the residents of the Palisades for dealing with our noise, and of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>